You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. I didn't get my tweet out. We went a little fast for my liking, a little fast for me. Oh, hey guys. Yeah, we'll do it live. What, what is up, everybody? Welcome in we are to live. the D. <laughs> NBA show the... by DNVR Nuggets, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook. That's your host, Adam Mares. I'm doing the hosting right now. I'm Brendan Vogt. Also with me, we have Eric Company D Line. That's right. Uh, listen, uh, Adam hosting the show the way I host guests at my home. I simply open the door and then uh, provide nothing. Hey, we're Come on in. There's nothing to eat. Did we already do the air horns? Nope. Nope. No, no. And speaking of air We are ready for this Wednesday edition. Present as always. You forgot this part. Very important. No, I didn't. Oh, you didn't. You turned into DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Hey, did you already introduce Eric? Yeah. Have you introduced yourself? I'm Brandon. So, honest to God, it's a joke, but it's also real. He did watch Top Gun. And he has changed who he is. It really touched him on a personal level. Yeah. Not proud of it, but can't You're deny it. You're very proud No, of I it. can't You're deny so it. You're so proud of I it. I will probably wear some version of this outfit for the entire summer. Would you like Tom, <laughs> would you like Top Gun as much if Tom Cruise was like six foot four? Not at all. Is that, it's the yeah, re, it really is the driving the factor. 100% cool, cool short factor. guys. Tiny Favorite. King. Tiny He's a Tiny Kings. King. I think I have to watch Top Gun. Everyone talks about it. I should watch it. Let's go see it together. Did have br- you seen the first Top Gun? No. Don't worry about it. Just watch the second one. <laughs> um, and then the birthday boy, the birthday boy is in the house, Superstar Dev. Let's do this. I feel uh, I feel a lot older, actually. Really? Not not in the sense of like uh, just this birthday. I just have been feeling a lot older in life <laughs> in general, like sleeping habits and taking medicines. And when I go to the gym, I'm like, I go there and stretch now. Yeah, You like, have to. You have to get shots. If I don't get shots up. So I'm like, yeah. oh, those guys, they're like, let's play. And I'm like, no, no, give me 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. I have to get shots up and, and all type of things. Do like you bring that. the bands? Are you are you do you have the bands yet to stretch? No, no. That's coming. I think that's next year. Yeah, that's next year. I've been seeing all the older people do have the bands that they're trying to get their stretches Dude, stretching is something that you don't quite understand why you're doing it until later on when you're like oh yeah. if i try and move my muscle too fast it's gonna break yeah you yeah. have to do it now how old are you i have no idea how old well you. I, actually, let's, let's, let's all make no let's guess. all take a guess let's i'm all gonna take say 31 i'm gonna say dev is 58 years old <laughs> 32 goodness so i i skipped a birthday two <laughs> birthdays for COVID. 
So I would be 31, but I'm actually 29 because oh, of my birthday. Oh, birthdays. let's go. So right. Oh, man, I was right. Which is 31. a number I've never heard anyone say out loud. When you're like, how 31. old are you? They always just never say 31. I don't know if anyone's ever been Most Usually, we you don't ask people how old they are after a certain age, like yeah. 12. Yeah. So it's very weird for me to have asked yeah, you that. I think it's yeah, completely appropriate. Uh, listen, although listen. nothing makes me uh, less excited when everyone that I work with intimately every you? day reveals their age, and then I realize how much older I am than everybody, <laughs> and it makes me feel both, uh, I don't know, aware of my own mortality and embarrassed. <laughs> it's, you're at an age where it's embarrassing to be as well, old as you are because I hang around with a bunch of uh, fucking children yeah. Yeah, you, you do do that earmuffs everybody earmuffs <laughs> um, you know what though you're young at heart oh, that's right or just immature. not actually but yeah. my heart is actually you're quite an inspirational old, old friend I'm <laughs> like oh I could do that I don't have to give it up listen guys listen, listen. You, two, you two can be a bit player on a podcast about a team no one cares about <laughs> Jeez. Uh, we are going to do a couple scouting reports today. We're one week away from the NBA draft, guys. One week away. Next Thursday, the draft, our draft show live. Going to be a banger, as it always is. Um, so you're going to want to set your calendar, set your watches. Next Thursday, don't forget, 445 is when we're going to be hitting live. And we're going to be live the entire night, right from these very chairs. Ooh, draft day live. Very excited for it. Um, also on the horizon, we have uh, some big plans for Summer League as well this, this year. So you're going to want to also set your calendars for that. Uh, we're going to talk about Jaden Hardy in segment two. <laughs> Total Tim Conley pick. Let me get ahead yes. of that real quick. Total Tim Conley guy. No way it's sliding. He's going, to, he's going to Minnesota. <laughs> I already know the pick. It's going to be him. Uh, Kennedy Chandler we're also going to talk about in segment three. But first, our top stories tonight. First, dun, we'll have dun, to start dun. with the number one one. It is being reported now by FIBA, what? Federation of International Basketball Association. Association. I don't know. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> they are reporting, as is the Serbian national team themselves, that Nikola Jokic will make his return to the Serbian national team <laughs> and he will play. Let's go! I'm telling you, man, like, now that he's playing and it's official, I can say this. I have a little bit of, I don't know what you call it. Uh, it's not like survivor's guilt. That's not what I have. But it's like, you know, we share. Jokic with Serbia. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, share it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. he's not missing our games. No, that's true. He's been missing theirs. And I've felt this weird. Like, I def I totally get it. We've had the COVID. It's been shortened season. He's been playing yeah. long. Like, I honestly, I, I think the guys, I think the Serbs have been a little hard on him, okay? That being said, I've had this little bit of guilt in that, like, I want him to play. I want them to get what we get. Yeah. We finally do. I feel the same way. I, I When I heard the news, I was like, oh, thank God we don't have to uh, <laughs> it, like survive a barrage of uh, Serbian anger based on Nikola Jokic skipping another international tournament. And then I was also like, if he gets hurt, I'm never talking to Voya again. <laughs> You'll hold it against them all. Yes. Not even, not even our Serbian correspondent, Miroslav. Oh, we're cutting Voya. that segment. We're, we're cutting it out. Uh your first when you saw that yeah same way i love it and obviously understanding of why it didn't happen last time but i didn't want to see it happen again i just didn't right. want that tension between yeah. obviously we know that on some level this is important to Jokic. we know on a massive level it's important right. to the people of serbia and he is a he, he is a hero in denver and he should be a hero in yeah. serbia nothing less so Hopefully, this is a return to that status of unanimous glory. Yeah, I think it's amazing. Like, uh, do it for your country. Uh, that was already upset uh, with you. But now you have more things. Like, he's back-to-back -back MVP. So yes. now the attention's on him a little bit more. Yeah. Also, 
I think is great for Denver fans because now he has to care a little bit more about yes. the offseason. So yes. he's going to be back into trying to sh prove who he is. Um, so maybe he keeps it a little bit more serious. But also, hopefully he's like not taking it too serious where he's overplaying or anything like that. I want him to be competitive um, and things like that. But I want no one to get hurt. So I do think it's exciting in a lot of um, different layers. What's weird about international play, though, is that there's like all bad teams and then like four good ones. And the way it works is you're going to play pool. It's like if you had to play the Magic five times and then you go to the playoffs to play the Warriors. It's like it's a weird thing. So for me, part of me looks at this and I go, they're going to have the ramp up. They're going to have to do training. I'm guessing that they kind of know like, hey, he's two-time MVP. He's been through us. We're going to lighten the load. We joked maybe he's going to come off the bench again the, in pool play. Well, why not? If you're playing against you know some of these teams that are you're, you should win by 20, 30 points, why not? let him come off the bench, play 20 minutes a night, and ramp up towards it. Especially when you look at the schedule, they play, I think, five times in seven days or something like that. There's two back-to-back. -back. There's a lot of games. If you can win them, why not? And then when the tournament kind of begins, you know, you play them a little bit more. But honestly, I don't care about any of that. I just care about – I think it's cool. I think it's real. I, I get to see Jokic play basically that That's what it is. about yeah. a month earlier, maybe yes. six weeks earlier than I was yes. going to play. I'm already – like, you know, I already miss it. I haven't gone back, actually. Have you watched Jokic highlights yet? Can't do that to myself. <laughs> we're we're, we're not, too far away. Not until the NBA season is no. over. Like, there's live basketball to be watched, so you have to watch that. And t and then you, later on you can be like, oh, I can't believe how I can't believe I was, like, uh, watching that, thinking that that was enjoyable basketball. You know what's funny? The only highlights I've watched this year, Michael Porter. I've watched his highlights a little bit, to be honest with yeah, you. I've you haven't seen it in, in quite a while. I, I think it's great because right when the NBA Finals is over, it's like that dead season where they have – Baseball on? Yeah, oh my Nobody God. Cares. Yeah. Nobody cares. <laughs> what about so, soccer? Soccer's Make sure you watch DMVR Rockets. <laughs> I'm so on featuring tomorrow. Brendan Vogt. I'm on tomorrow. Yeah, so you get to like, uh, even less people you get to relive now. those like positive times and like the happiness that only Jokic brings us. Yeah. I, I, I'm excited for it, man. And like I said, I really do. It's it's one of those things where like all of our Serbian friends they they've joined us in their like pain right. and suffering and excitement enjoyment and yeah, winners and losers lounge and now we get to join them we have to and, yeah and by the way and, by, and like first of all this happened in 2017 last time we saw Yoke play play in USA and every time US would score you'd be like damn it and you're like wait a second what, what? Wait, what's going oh, on oh I was here? fully rooting and for then Jokic, by the end yeah. of it you're like what do I care I'm going for, I'm not going for Boogie I'm going for Yoke so like well, now Boogie's our guy and now Boogie's so confusing it's all confusing. <laughs> the world is so messed up. <laughs> But now you get into this European tournament. You know, it's Eurobasket, so it's going to be all European teams. Giannis allegedly is going to be there representing Greece. You got Luca, the Luka. three best players in the NBA, all playing in Eurobasket. It should be a lot of fun, and I'm not going to lie. Scale of 1 to 10, I'm pr if Serbia loses, I'm going to be like an 8. 8 and a half. <laughs> Maybe I'll be back. Like I'm, uh, I, my first thought was, I'm excited, I'm happy for Serbia. My second one was, we better win this. Yeah, but yeah. It, it gives you, like, <laughs> now you get two teams to, like, root for and things like that. Who's also, the other one? I guess USA. They're not in Eurobasket, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so we're all in. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We're all we in. We make fun of you, but Brendan made the same uh, <laughs> No, no, mine was author. Don't bring it up now. <laughs> no, I know. No, I, I'm saying it now so everyone hears because they oh, I see. hear yeah. you say right. that nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. That's right, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm excited for it. I'm all in. Uh, and if you look at it, man, I'm telling you, they should have a strong team. I mean, my understanding... You know, it's been years. I know Yugoslavia had some Eurobasket. I don't think there's been. <laughs> I don't think there's been a Eurobasket because of of COVID and this or that. 
but this is an opportunity for them to kind of return to glory, the Serbian return to glory. So how confident are we, chat? Let us know, Serbian friends. Oh, how you're confident the Serbians? How confident they are? Yeah, that's sorry. It's like asking you if you think you're good at something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. True. I, I feel like I would be good at a lot of different things. <laughs> yeah. too. That's the you're thing like, about it. Now that you mention it, there are a number of things I feel like I'd be good at. I am bummed. One little here. I'm bummed that Bogdan Bogdanovich is out. He had the knee surgery. That would have been the best. Like, there's a part of me that just thinks, get those two guys together, having a blast, set the, you know, plant the seed. Plant the seed. Yeah, just uh, want Bogdan eventually. That that sadly won't happen. But nonetheless, Michich will be there, who I know has been, <laughs> Denver's been rumored to have interest. As uh, as have 30 other teams. <laughs> your intel is getting good. in. It means he's good. Or it means that it's offseason and people are just talking. The last bit of this that I think is extra special, guys, is that the tournament begins on September 1st. For Serbia, it begins on September 2nd. Well, hang on a second. Now, holding on a second. Think about that. Really good chance that's going to line up perfectly with our Serbia trip. Come on. Air horns. Now, now it gets to a point. Now it gets to a point where we always talked about doing live shows, you know, out in Serbia and doing this or that. There might be post-game shows. Live post-game. We don't know. We might live be doing post-game, post-game shows live from... You know it's going to be the season again. You know what's going to be embarrassing is that when we wake up late and realize we missed the game. Wait, yeah. we did the calculations wrong? We're like, oh, crap. Or that we just like, we, we all like felt we drank a bunch of Rocky. You know, like, <laughs> How did they do this we're just, a yeah, lot? We're like, yeah. wow, we really dropped the ball. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't watch it. Somebody turned down the lights <laughs> and explained what happened. Um, so it might. It, this is shaping up. This trip was already going to be the greatest trip ever. It's shaping up to be like... The An order of this, magnitude this, this better to actually get a chance to watch Jokic play for Serbia while in Sambor. Yo, I are we gonna see a recreation of that clip I shared the other day on online with Delight, which where flares that we don't know if they're dangerous <laughs> or not, like in the. We're sh- not gonna be at the game. The games are not in Serbia, so okay, so yeah, so we won't be there. Okay, but good. I but I imagine the uh, the bars. Whatever the Serbian equivalent of a sports bar is, is going to be, it's probably just a sports bar. Maybe that's where I'll celebrate my birthday. <laughs> Maybe I should just hold out. Yeah, just celebrate. hold out. Don't celebrate, celebrate it now. Oh, come on. Are we, are we gonna have to cel- are we going to have to continuously wish you happy birthday between now and then? Because <laughs> the entire I'm time. I'm so out on this plan. And I love cake. <laughs> Can we all celebrate birthday? We just all yeah, make our birthdays then? When is yours? It has to be in that like time. Oh, I'm, I'm, I live in a new post-birthday life. <laughs> I don't have birthdays. Anymore. He hasn't had one in a long time. I just time. age every day. <laughs> Well, that's a great point. Every day I feel worse. <laughs> um, Serbia trip just got a lot better. Um, other top story today, our second top story, Bones Highland returned to the hardwood. Woo! We've had a, a surprising lack of footage of players working out, and usually player workout videos, whatever. It's not that, you know, they could be silly, what have you. Aaron the Gordon. only one we've got this year so far is a Kevin Durant highlight reel of him destroying Aaron Gordon. That's the only player we've seen, whoa, and he's, whoa, 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 whoa. He's, he's the, like, workout you know, he's getting beat up on. You haven't seen this? The other thing that we've seen, I'm saying, like, you're also not acknowledging. We saw both Juancho Hernan Gomez slash Bo Cruz and Aaron Gordon playing uh, against Adam Sandler, essentially. I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> what is wrong with I you? I know. I just, I, I You don't just know. literally push a button. You don't have to I know, buy but a they ticket. Got, then they got the kids, you know, like. What are they, are they wait up 24 hours a day? <laughs> no, but when they go to bed, you have to do all the stuff that you couldn't do when they were yeah, up. like, watch the goddamn movie. No, Eric, you, you don't no understand. Excuse. It ruins your life. <laughs> it ruins your life. You're like, I have nothing. Why can't they watch? Why can't they watch? It's like, why can't Could they watch it? Yeah, it's a They're not going to want to watch it. Are you kidding me? It has Adam Sandler in it. So, of course, it's kid friendly. They have this show they watch called Bluey. It's six minutes long. That's their attention span. That's six minutes. It's unbelievable. Um, so, anyway, I'll get to Adam Sandler's movie here before long. But we haven't seen a whole lot of like surprising lack of, of uh, 
Michael Porter Jr. I know you've been watching for Michael Porter clips. One came across the timeline yesterday. Can we Him play getting, that? I, you should find it. I, I, I'll find Did you it say here, find I'll, it and send it to Kale? We I'll get to it after it the bone segment. My timeline. But finally, last night we get Bones Highland in the Philadelphia Pro Am, and he was putting on a show. The entire video, by the way, is up online. But I'm going to fast forward for you guys. Pro Am's not exactly the best basketball. <laughs> Usually it's pretty bad. It's like a Harlem Globetrotters. It's somewhere in between the Harlem Globetrotters and like a pickup game. In that <laughs> there's the not Washington a lot of... Generals. Yeah, the... exactly. But I got to say, there was this very great moment late in the game. Let's go to it, Kale. This is how the game ends. By the way, Elam ending, setting the stage. Elam ending. Uh, I think at this point, it's first team to 82. Bones gets fouled. That's his first free throw. He's basically saying, nah, man. No, I'm I don't, don't want to win it at the line. Oh Boom. Oh, my God. He just gets rid of the ball. Disgust. You know just like disgust. And he punches it back. The worst part is that that's how Mason Plumlee actually shoots free throws. <laughs> like, get the shit out Bones of like, bro, I don't want to win it at the foul line. I don't even want to get close. I want everybody to know that I'm going to shoot a three. He's basically his way of saying, no, I'm going to shoot a three the next time down. All right, here we get some beautiful basketball. Like, look at this. And Wait, what's this guy doing? We don't know. When they say Steph Curry ruined the league. Yeah, they say. Yeah. And then Bones says, all right, we need a Three, Dude, and then he tells the crowd, "Let's go!" And they move Let's out of the way because they just know. They just know. I mean, and now look at this. Right. You are a victim. We are. Oh, this guy's like, and he's not. Joke. He's like, all right, hard. all right, you're not going to do this on me. And Bones is like, "What are you talking about, bro?" <laughs> Get on my love. The ca- oh my that's God. the most casual way to end again. And look how demoralized the dude is that look, gets scored on too. He throws his shirt. He immediately goes into showmanship. Keep it. Look at this. Here's the replay. Let's see this. It's a, a bone staple, right? That's like through the legs. Step back and look how casual. Boop. And look at this poor guy. He looks. He barely. Look, he knows oh, he can't he look back. And then bones. Oh, he's still he's going. He's still later. going. Oh man, bones Highland, the ultimate showman, man. Like bones is he's made for. Dancing. He is made for the pro am. He is made for the exhibition game. Yeah, yeah, those there's those guys that you like going into it. You say, are they a hooper? Are they a baller? And things like that. Like this guy wants to play at all times. This is what he's made for he goes out and he proves it pure hooper. also not only did he like prove it like to you know everyone else it's like this you know the state like right over like city right over so it's like a them versus us right, type right. thing so you already know that people are like hey it's bones highland we're gonna play extremely hard against them he's not gonna come here and do that type of stuff you you gotta downplay it as a competitor as a basketball player and then for him to just destroy you in that type of way oh and it's not God. like he just shot it every single time they even showed assists and things like that yeah. so like there was some, some nice other, ones some there were nice some ones. other you know big time names there or like at least guys that have played at some point but he is the headline and then he yeah. goes and wins it with a buzzer beater um has the camera crew there he's dancing <laughs> he's showcasing himself <laughs> like this was a bones iso in yeah. every single way and Dude. it couldn't have went better bones can he do anything sauceless? No, no, no there's no, no way. He I, was do a, I was on a, a Zoom call with him, and he was driving a car and eating crackers. It was very sauceful. It was very saucy. It was wasn't the it? sauciest Zoom call I've ever been on. The man is can't do anything without sauce. That the ending of that that's the greatest thing I've ever seen. That's the dope. Like just to defiantly throw the ball against the backboard. I'm not. I'm not taking your fucking free throws. And then just to catch it from like half court. If a cashier gave you change back and you just threw it at yeah, their face, yeah, you're like. Pennies? God. Yeah. It, it would almost be more like, I always wondered if the coolest thing, Barry Bonds, back in the day when everybody would walk him, I thought it'd be cool if he swung twice, just to be like, I've got two strikes. 
Are you still going to walk me? Or would you throw it knowing I only have that one strike to get out? It'd be the cool. big. That's almost what that is. He's like, I don't need the free throws, bro. Incredible. Yeah, I don't need the extra chance. The mentality is what like gets me because in his mind, I'm sure he didn't see it that way. Like, I want to do it like that, even though he he did. He's probably like they did a one and one. It was like a not a respectful way to win the game. So right, let me go right. and win it in the right way. So he thinks he won the respect. The noble. And all he did noble. was he embarrass did. somebody. Well, first of all, he kind of did. Yeah, he kind of did. I don't even think sure. it's noble. It's just like he do, he just doesn't want. He's like that's the lamest thing. Yeah, he's like, this yeah, is yeah. A, he's not being noble. He's like, no, I want you to feel this. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of the opposite of noble. I almost <laughs> yeah, dude. It, 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 it's really like like it's it's noble in the same way that punching someone right in their eye in front of their mother is noble. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, there's a Woj bomb. Yeah, speaking of beloved timeline. Nuggets guards, free agent P.J. Dozier has been cleared to resume full basketball activities already. He'll be available for the start of preseason training camp. Let's go! Sources tell Holy shit! What? That, that doesn't crazy. sound right at all. That doesn't sound possible. No, no I, I understand Woj's no, no, no. It's... it's it's a correct report, but like he just got hurt like two weeks ago. Oh my god, it's two so weeks ago. <laughs> I don't know, man. He's been he's been saying that he's doing like two days and, and workouts and things like that. You don't do that on your way to coming back. Yeah, he's been oh he's back. God. Dude, PJ Dozier. Yeah, I'm so pumped. Hey. Has his hey. been out in the chat. Hey. If we if Mr. If the the vac if there's oh, a Mr. Nugget right. vacancy. I was just thinking that. If too, there man. is a vacancy, which we are not hoping for, we're not reporting, we are not It's uh, a hard left to go from Bones is awesome to there, he might not ever return. Oh, yeah. Shit. <laughs> that was a hard left turn. <laughs> I didn't really realize the left I was making, but that's what I just did. That is what you just did. We're, we're going to forget you said that. Nonetheless, PJ Dozier, look, man, there's a lot to unpack here. I mean, part of this is Denver's had so much injury, bad injury luck, that part of me is like, I'm injury averse. I know. Like, I just I don't know. want the injury players going into next year, but... You know, PJ Dozier does, does fit a certain prototype he, of what Denver needs. He also may be available at a very, very attainable yeah. price, right? I mean, and I don't – it's yeah. unfortunate for P.J., but he – like, I would imagine Denver's front office probably views P.J. as a guy that can help them in a more, like, solidified way than other front offices around the league. This is the way that you guys looked at me when – I came onto the podcast. Right, like everyone else thought you were useless. A very, very, yeah, you were yeah. such a good deal. It was a, a great deal. Like, no, we can get him for sure. Uh, yeah, locked him into a lifetime deal too at that rate. It was crazy. <laughs> really? Look at you still here getting tricked? Yeah, yeah real Scotty Pippen deal we gave I, you. I'm Mr. DNBA. Everybody knows <laughs> Mr. That. DNBA. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. DNBA. Well, that's an interesting one. I mean. You know, you'll be curious to say we're so early. Like, if he's yeah. resumed now, like, you've got four months, bro. Like, you got time even yet. But I just assumed I penciled him in for a, like, January return and then not till April he's ready. Who knows? I know that with him there's been injuries in the past that have – remember the story was that he injured himself when he was young, didn't get surgery, and it maybe messed up his, his – so maybe this is a thing where – They've done a different surgery because they're like, hey, I, your, your knees are already kind of effed, but yeah. this will get you for another five years. The timing is perfect on it. You know, going into the draft next week, like if you want to throw something out there or just the idea. Also, you get a whole summer of trying to prove that you can play. And I'm sure we'll have videos that surface say him playing and things like that. But there's going to be a lot of teams that need that type of guy. So yeah. I think it's like good for, for game, him man. right now to, to to have that come open. So PJ's like the ultimate glue, ultimate glue guy. That's a, that is a a full glue guy in the NBA. That's awesome, man. Well, that's good on? news. Good, good good for PJ Dozier. Um, awesome for Bones Highland. Awesome for the nation state of Serbia. 
Just good news all around today, guys. Yeah, but what else is going on online these days? Do you have something else? Or well, no? Kill, if you want, we we have seen Michael Porter Jr. footage. Oh, finally. my God. All right. We'll get one the before gym, the break. Working right, out. Yeah. The, we finally see. Let's check in on Michael Porter. How's he doing, guys? What's He's Michael Porter doing, up to these days? He's got to be doing great. Um, I assume. What are we waiting for here? Well, we went to the kill before he was ready. That's oh. my bad. That's my bad. Um, Michael wow. Porter Jr. Uh, getting putting work in at the barber shop. It looks as though. <laughs> Uh, potentially a package of ramen noodles has been glued to his Dude, head. Dude, that's messed up. And Eric, you, you are the worst. What are you talking about? Um, so now they're... Uh, look at this, though. He's got the, the fresh fade going. He's looking great. Uh, formerly, uh, Michael Porter Jr. looked like an R&B singer from the 90s. Now looks like a Backstreet Boy. Uh, are you excited? Look at this. <laughs> are Backstreet Boys R&B? Backstreet? No. No, are they, nope. they like they're more just than... They, they're just music? They have band. no rhythm yeah. nor blues. <laughs> That's <laughs> so true. Um, look, All man. Right. <laughs> I got no, nothing. I got nothing for you. Uh, are you guys ready for the NBA champs to be crowned? I sure am. Join the finals action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can make any $5 NBA bet and get $150 in free bets instantly. If you're looking to turn another small bet into a big payday during the NBA finals, well, you know how to do that with DraftKings. Use the same game parlay feature. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets. Which team will win? Total threes made. Tatum under points. Just like that, you are a rich man or woman, potentially. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use promo code DNVR. Make any $5 bet during the NBA Finals and get $150 in free bets instantly. That's promo code DNVR. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling promo code one 800 522 Zero, zero, and it's a Wednesday, which means I got to talk to you about our good friends at Green Mountain Dental Group, longtime friends of DNVR, and we've had several DNVR listeners make the switch over to Green Mountain Dental Group full time because they're the best damn uh, family-owned dentist in the metro. And here's the deal: they're extreme Colorado sports fans, just like you, just like me, just like all of us here at DNVR. So exchange that awkward dentist small talk for some sweet, sweet Nikola Jokic talk. What's better than that? Mm. Almost mm. nothing, but this is close. When you schedule a cleaning, x-ray, and exam at Green Mountain Dental, you receive a free Sonicare toothbrush as well. So go ahead and schedule that. Check out Green Mountain Dental Group and uh, let them know that you're there because of us. And we're back. And we're back. All right. And time to go prospecting, Let's guys. Go prospecting, a little prospecting fellas. here. A couple guys that are available to the Nuggets uh, right around that 21st spot, but we're going to start with Jaden Hardy. Jaden Hardy. All right, vote. What do you know about him? Hoopers. Jalen Hardy. <laughs> Jaden Hardy is six four. He's a, he is a hooper with a six nine wingspan from G League Ignite, and he. That's a Gary Harris build, by the way. That's a straight up Gary Harris. Gary build. Harris build. We've got Dion Wa uh, Waiters there for the comp. Yeah, that's actually. Well, that's a great comp. And stylistically, stylistically, it actually makes a lot of sense. And Kel, do we have strengths and weaknesses? I would call him full Dion Waiters. Strengths. Let's focus in on that first one. One on one scoring. Would you say he's a bucket? He is a bucket. That is the best way to describe him. Creative scorer, really good handle, very comfortable stepping back, pulling up. <laughs> very comfortable uh, stepping very comfortable back, stepping back and pulling up. <laughs> Sometimes guys are elite scorers in college because they are just bigger and faster and stronger than everyone. He is an elite scorer because he is just a bucket on any court. He's uh, really skilled, man. Like you, like you almost skilled. can't gloss over that. Like he has a he has a lot of really good moves. Loves the step back, but he can get to it in a lot of different ways. Yep. Um, and then he's just got not. I don't want to say a Kyrie handle because it's not that level, but he's got a good handle for a guy his age. Like he, 
the the skill level that he has right now is probably there's probably not going to be that many players that have the skill. When I say skill, I'm talking specifically about dribbling and shooting. Sure. Um, not that many players are going to get to even his level. It's very high skill level. Yeah, and when you combine a very tight handle with real pull-up prowess, yeah. I mean, this is a guy that can get his own shot. Yeah. Uh, he's a 1v1 threat, but he's also pretty good out of the pick and roll as a scorer, shot effectively as a scorer in that action. Um, obviously, Against drop coverage, if he's comfortable pulling up, that mid-ranger is saucy. He's got that uh, all day long. As a playmaker out of the pick and roll, a little bit of TBD. I mean, this is not something the Ignite did super well or did a lot of, but it might be something a front office executive at the next level is intrigued by in him. Um, the shooting potential is there as well. Shooting potential, it's kind of funny because his numbers whatever were like whatever, but you watch his shot. Yeah. Gorgeous shot. I, I was actually surprised after watching the highlights to see how, like, how low his efficiency was. Well, like, we'll get to the reason for that yeah. probably here in yeah, a bit. There's a lot of reasons. But, but like, yeah, but. you ask him, like, like you ask if he's, like, a scorer. Like, as a junior, he was the Gatorade player of the year for Nevada. He put up 30 points a game. Mm. He put 62 points in a game, like a comeback win, at, you know, in high school. 62 points is, like, you just have to be <laughs> mentally different. Like, yeah, he's, a, he's, a, he's a killer in every single way as a one-on-one score. Um, so, like, when you, when you think about his, like, offensive tree, he has all the things that you need from, like, that combo guard, like, yep. type of feel. He elite ball handler, scores if you put him in the open court, ISO score and things like that. Catch and shoot score. Catch and shoot. He, he can shoot the ball, and he's going to probably just get better with that because that's going to be something yep. that he has to get better with. There's also those cons, and I'm sure you're going to Yeah, get we'll get to them in a second. Real quick on the shooting <laughs> You know, not just a catch-and-shoot guy, which is often how we talk about a lot of shooters and with regards to prospects. This is a guy you could con- conceive of coming off movement, coming off screens. Again, he's, he's just comfortable shooting the basketball. And when you stuff. watch the highlights of him making shots, a lot of those threes don't hit the rim. Right. A lot of them don't just... Oh. Like, it's just perfect. Like, the even the net just kind of, like, makes a little movement. Like, his, his shot really does look pure to me. And the range. I mean, think yeah. think bones. Like, a, a deep pull-up is a is a staple of his game. Let's talk about... I'm also... like Also, the balance is great. I just... The reason I mentioned this is sure. some guys shoot a little... Like, I think bones is almost this way, where, like, he kind of does a lot, then he has to set, yeah. and then shoots. His, like, somehow he gets balanced. He's very, very, very fluid. He's yeah. so fluid. Like, he just, yeah. like, gets into his perfect rhythm... Almost Ray Allen esque. Duncan Robinson has this thing where he could be running full speed to the side and just somehow right, like right. smoothly goes into the shooting motion. He's got that. Too. I think he's going to be in the air somehow. Yeah. I think he's going to be a great shooter at the NBA level if, if he makes it. There are some weaknesses. For as good as he is as putting the ball through the rim from a distance, he is not a great finisher. In fact, he's yeah. not a good finisher. Uh, very disappointing. Thirty eight point six percent at the rim. Uh, not great going to his left. And he's not the strongest dude in the world. Probably could do well developing a floater, but that's something still leaves to be desired. When you say this, not a great finisher at the rim, I don't think people understand. And then you give the number. Your tendency is like, okay, he's bad. 38.6% at the rim is insane. It's a bad, bad It's insane. (laughs) Like bad at the rim, you can be 45, 50% at bad. You're like, hey, he's got to improve there. 38.6 is like, and then you watch the low light part of of his scouting report. Some of these misses, honest to God, the guy it reminded me of was Emmanuel Moutier. Yeah. Remember when Moutier would miss some shots at the rim that looked easy? Like, it'd be a layup where he should be open. You just got to finish it. No contact, no contest. And, like, he just rolls around the outside of the rim because you, like, break the other way. you missed it so yeah. bad. Yeah. Like, he has a lot of those. And then he has some where a guy will contest and he'll go up 
so awkwardly that it'll hit the backboard, not the rim, and you'll be like, dude, that was a four-footer that you almost airballed. Right, and part of it is because he's not super comfortable absorbing contact. Definitely way more comfortable uh, with that right hand. It's so, so it's damning. The way, what, what I saw in the scouting reports was so damning that it made me think he's actually an extremely solvable player. Like, one of the guys we're going to compare him to is Cam Thomas, yeah. who's like, who is a bucket, but he has his own shortcomings or this or that. But... If you, so if you're a rookie, and especially if you're not in a rotation and you get in, you might put up 30 points. And I wouldn't be surprised if this dude checks in for the Thunder draft him or something. He plays one game and nobody knows he's on the report, puts up a bunch of numbers. Right, Remember Cam right. Thomas had like a 40-point game or something yeah. this year? Like I wouldn't be surprised that happens. But if he were to play immediately, if he went to like the Orlando Magic and they're like, hey, we're going to see what he's got, I think the scouting report is very quickly going to be like, push up on him because he is not going to finish at the rim on anybody yeah. and it would be it would be damning to where it's like he's easy to guard actually yeah you talked about him being solvable i think that that's really like what becomes difficult for him at the next level is there's all these elite defenders in the league and also like the coaching and everything like that they're going to know the scouting report they're going to go straight to his um weaknesses there are going to be a lot of times that he has to go after those weaknesses and the the ones that stand out. He's not finishing at the rim, and he's also a streaky shooter that does not like contact. But he's also a scorer that wants the ball in his hands. Right, right. That just becomes like uh, times where he's he's OC, like he's just super out of control, he can't get to his spots or, or anything like that. Um, and that's when those type of issues uh, align with themselves. Yep. Also, every single scouting report that you have read on him says – that he like does not take good shots, bad <laughs> we'll shot selection. I think that's coming up here. Every single one. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's just go ahead and throw that on there as well. It is the Cam Thomas comparisons. Great Deion Waiters, both the good and the bad. You right. get a lot of oh, it's my I'm calling my own number here with some disregard for for time and place and and, and all that and so. some insanity. Like some of this is when you talk about shot selection. Some of this is guys that are just selfish or they've played a certain way like this or that. And some of it is like you don't know what's a good shot or not. And I worry with him it's that part. I worry it's like you sit a guy down and you're like, dude, no, that's not good. He's like, what are you talking about? Make these all mean? time and right, probably right. like, yeah, but it's, it's like Tatum takes there's that There's no re- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. All roads lead back to Tatum. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. like Tatum does. He's, he's in the he's finals. The- <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, uh, when, <laughs> sorry. You felt good about that one, I did, yeah. That felt good off the thumbs. Uh, and then with, as with any Nuggets prospect right now, perhaps the first question anyone at home has is, how's he as a defender? Not great. Uh, <laughs> not great. He's a little flat-footed. The effort's not always there. The, the closeouts are they are slow to get there. They're easy to attack. Um, he, he, he's a guy that'll get blown by. He, it just doesn't seem like all of his attention and effort and focus is on I'm defense. Hearing. Let's get this guy. <laughs> uh, no, here's what you're hearing, because you, you're right. Like he's, I hate saying this about guys, especially when I'm only watching the highlight reels, you know, the scouting reports to say, because they're highlighting when he doesn't. But some of the effort on some of the lowlights of his defensive, you're like, yeah, that dude does not compete. Like yeah, that yeah. was like a non-compete. I know there's flat-footed, there's slow foot or whatever, but then there's like you just weren't trying. Someone's, on the, not- someone's on the bench. Like, is he serious? Yeah, you is know he what like I mean? Serious is he right serious? Now? So, yeah. you- and with that mentality, it's it's easy to do it if you're scoring a lot of baskets. He's gonna come into the NBA as a right. like score, but he's gonna be an NBA talent. He's not an NBA talent type of score. He's right. a pretty good score, but so now you're you're focused mentally, but you're not even a good defender, and then you're really not that good of an offensive player because there's so many other talented players. So you bring him in next to a Jamal Murray, a Michael Porter Jr., a Jokic, and he's bad as a defender, which you really need, and he's also like a okay score, and he's gonna be like the ninth best option in that. It's like. I don't know what we can do here. 
Yeah. And when you talk about at the NBA level, like if he went to Houston, whatever the next next year's oh, version man, of Houston feels is, like a Houston player. Well, it's like a kind of because yeah, he, really like, he is Jalen Green. No, 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 no. He's Josh Christopher. Remember Josh Christopher? Oh, the second yeah. rounder. He's like the second round version of Cam Thomas, where it's like he also gets the, gets, gets some shots up, and he got an opportunity, and he had some nights where people were excited. But if he goes to like a Spurs or just go like it's late in the draft is where he's going to go. Yep. So if he just goes to a team that's like, no, you have to earn your way on the court. I don't see how he would do it because right. it was that far away on these things. On the flip side, he might light it up at summer league. It could, it oh, could just be oh, he might summer league. And people is, might be like, "Did you guys see uh, Jaden Hardy?" Dude, he's definitely going to have a very good summer league. One more thing, uh, bullet point on the league. weaknesses: for as prolific and saucy as he is off the dribble, he's not a dynamic athlete, not a particularly strong athlete, right. and so that is something obviously for a guy who's six four at the next level should come into play a little bit as well. So, I think the one thing I will say though about the scouting report because we're spending an extra amount of time on the negatives. The reason he is a late pick with those negatives, but he's not a second rounder or like a late second or something. The reason is because he really is that enticing as an offensive talent. Like, yes, he reminds me the the comp I put out there is that he's sort of a hybrid between Cam Thomas and Bones Highland, and we know how we feel about Bones. Like, he has a lot of sauce mm-hmm. to his game. He's some great footwork, some great moves, really and high level. Like when we talk about pick and roll, it's doing some high level stuff. I will say this in the first half of his video, I did the like. Ooh, like more than maybe any other player I've done. Where I watch it, I'm like, I'm like, holy hell. I, yeah. I even put in the chat when I was doing it this yeah. morning. I was like, fire emote. I'm like, bro, this guy's awesome. And I could tell what was coming. Like, he's got, <laughs> he's got the type of game right yeah, yeah. Now. Before he even got to the negatives, yes. I'm like, I know exactly where the trade's going to come. That's almost why it ends up sounding like spending more time on the weaknesses. He's just kind of easy to understand that way. Like, the yeah. strength, he is a one on one scorer, and that is hard to oversell. The finishing will be a problem, but like at some point for someone's bench, he's going to take over a five-minute stretch you know, and, and look amazing. You know where I think he goes? Minnesota? He's a total Tim Conley pick. <laughs> this feels like Dane such focus a, in. This sounds like such a Tim Circle Conley pick, man. Straight Hooper. Straight. Where's he from? Is he from Baltimore? He know? has to be. He yeah. has to be he's from Nevada. Yeah, he's from Nevada. That's right. Oh, he's from. He was born in Detroit, and yeah, played in in Nevada. So. How much time did he spend in Baltimore? Yeah, yeah. but he's been to Baltimore. <laughs> he's I know that. Right. He's been there. Yeah. He loves. He loves Old Bay. Yeah. So, uh, he's. <laughs> I gotta. Say, I gotta be honest, man. He was a lot of fun. I don't see a universe in which he ends up on the Nuggets. I, to me, there's virtually no fit here. It feels very redundant with not just the last draft pick, but just the the skill set all up and down the roster. You know, you have a lot of offense. You talent. know what's funny, man, is do you remember when they drafted Bones? Allegedly, Jokic, and not allegedly, Michael Malone said this, like or Tim Conley said this. Jokic reached out and was like, yo, send me some tape. I want to see this guy, which really, to me, is like, that was a detail that we almost glossed over. I feel like that needed more time. I don't yeah. think Jokic four years ago was asking for tape on draft. I don't think, I think he met draft picks when he yeah, came back yeah. into town and was like, who are you? Are you a coach? Oh, Where you're did a player. You play? that, yeah. guy, that guy played. Yeah, oh, yeah. what's your name? Michael Porter Jr. Okay, good to meet you, man. Yeah, like, yeah. Who are you? Yeah. Uh, but instead, so I wonder, like, I keep thinking, like, if you did draft this guy and he looks like, send me the tape. And they send him money to the sky. He'd be like, the hell's wrong with you guys? <laughs> you want me to play with this guy? <laughs> Driving me nuts. He's watching the tape with his hands yeah. up. Like, we wanted Jokic to be like more of a leader, but now he's telling us what to do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's telling us he hates the people that we're bringing in. It's kind of awkward. Yeah, yeah I, I am not out on Jaden Hardy as a player, but like as a nugget with where they're at right now, it doesn't, doesn't make a ton of sense. What do you guys think? I mean, you know, it, 
everything that you guys are saying like <clears throat> makes complete sense. I mean, I, I agreed with your initial assessment. Like, oh man, this guy can shoot. Like, I like his mechanics. I yeah. like I like the way that he uh, that his jump shot looks. Like, he has like a a really nice looking euro step. I'm really surprised to hear that his uh, finishing at the rim is so bad. I, I mean, I, I guess I didn't watch the same video you did. To me, it looked like I was like, oh, okay, this guy can uh, doodle something at the rim. But I think hearing, I think what it is is he gets to the rim really well. So yes. when he gets there wide open, he yes. finishes. Well, but, when it, but when it's like, but when he doesn't, when he gets there and has to like. Yeah, but I mean, it, it, it would be it would be criminally negligent to draft a guy that doesn't bring defense to the perimeter <laughs> at this point. It'd be kind of awesome. Day. I would respect it, would, it, it a would little be, bit. It would be a full a like, uh, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what if what if Bones does get traded this summer, as because he's the best trade pitcher, whatever? And they're like, you know what? We could. It's, it's the next Bones. I, we I, just I, I, Monte I love, the, I love the idea that yesterday we looked, looked yep. at a guy that's a <laughs> proxy for Monte. They're just like, we like our team, but like not the team. Like <laughs> yeah. we want these guys, but like different guys that are those guys. It would be hilarious if they go get Nemhart and this and, yeah, and him like, like forty one thirty. They're like, but we're trading Monte. We give them Monte's locker and Bones' locker. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but based off of like you know the draft being next week, does whoever they pick tell you what they're gonna do here shortly? Like you know, if they get a guy like that, does it say like okay That's now they're question. really pushing for? Bones to be out, or if they get a Monte replacement, this guy fits. If they the if they drafted an offensive player, I would be like, who who's gone? Like, Who there's gone? more players. Yeah. Uh, offensive guard, I'd be like, they're trading two of these, two or three of these guys. Yeah. So if they if they draft him, who do? You... I'd be like, well, that means Monte Barton and Bones. Maybe we're all gone. Like, yeah. So that's why. Yeah. This resetting everything. Uh, I don't see it. I just don't see it happening, man. I mean, he's an interesting player. I just, I of all the players we have profiled, I think I would be most shocked if they took him. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm expecting it. Yeah, Buckle yeah, up, now, everyone. Now you can mark it down with. Ink. Oh, that'll be such a good, yeah, like callback. All right, let's take <laughs> on the show. We're yeah. like, all, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, let's take a break. Top on the other side, forward. we got another <laughs> one. Year. Kennedy Chandler. Uh, Kennedy Chandler on the other side. Breckenridge Brewery is the official beer of DNVR, and they have an official beer called the Avalanche uh, Amber Ale. Ale. Amber Ale, and that. <laughs> You may remember from saying it every day for <laughs> it's written down three years. In front of me. But <laughs> and drinking it. If you're doing a little word association at home, that may make make you think about the Colorado Avalanche, the hockey team, who are in the Stanley Cup final. Starts tonight. It Let's does go. start tonight. Come to the bar first and foremost. You can have all the break brew you want. Fill your fill your tummies to your heart's delight Ooh, and watch your, your favorite hockey team. <laughs> fill your tummies. Start an avalanche here in game one of the cup final. But also don't forget about the Breckenridge Brewery. <laughs> Avalanche Amber Ale uh, score two for a brew deal. What's better than the Avs scoring two goals in the first period? How about a free beer on game day? Start your Avs game with an electric, uh, with an Avalanche Amber Ale at any bar or restaurant. And save your receipt, then just upload that receipt to breckbrew.com. They'll pay it back via rebate. And I cannot get out of this read fast. Man, th that was an <laughs> unmitigated disaster. <laughs> it was an avalanche uh, of errors. Once you start giggling in the background, dude, it's. <laughs> My eyes giggler, off the ball. The giggler back. strikes again. Um, all right, let's get into Kennedy Chandler. Yeah, let's talk a little let's Kennedy. Why not? Chandler. Ooh, Chandelier. All right, well, we're talking about another guard, but we're talking about a different different player, different Did a great job set. on the color orange on that one, Kale. Looks that's a, It really looks great. That's like my favorite graphic. I mean, that's the color from the Tennessee Volunteers. I understand that, but he really... You could... As you know, you sometimes pick a color that is 
not quite the right color, and I notice it with my eyes. Do you? Yeah, my great eyes. I feel like you notice it with your heart. I notice it with my heart, too. <laughs> Look at that color orange. I'm very into it. <laughs> Kennedy great Chandler job. had some... Uh, <laughs> great job, the guy who branded the Tennessee Volunteers. <laughs> Kennedy Chandler... Has some pick and roll potential, uh, both as a scorer, but also playmaking. You'll see that listed as a strength as well. Uh, we'll talk some of the weaknesses in, in, in this case kind of feed in to that strength, the pick and roll potential. Maybe he gets to be a three-level scorer, maybe not. We'll elaborate on that in a bit, but he's a quick processor and he gets downhill uh, quite easily. There's some shooting upside as well. Looks like a guy who could be able to uh to shoot on and off ball at the next level we'll see i'm gonna go ahead and add point of attack defense as well personally for myself and then uh on weaknesses the shot is a little inconsistent for the upside that's there and then here's the deal he's only six feet tall six five wingspan 19 years old look at you being a heightist fellas it's another tiny guard oh, which you means you tiny, love him tiny king yeah i was gonna say i expected you to kind of stay no no we're here. out that summer's over dude that's summer, i don't know if you guys have noticed over. everyone hates I, short it was, people it was, again. it was it was <laughs> short king spring spring and we're now into normal size human summer yeah, yeah draft a six foot tall guy we will <laughs> you know actually the... next season begins tall fall oh tall fall tall fall as in uh, you sh we shall make you fall it's so dumb really i, I agree I'm really so thinking of uh chandler um there's nightmares that's coming back from CU fans. Like, he really destroyed them in every single way. 27 really? points. He got to wherever he wanted on the court. He's the fastest player I've ever seen with a basketball. Man. Like, really? And, and super ever. small. And what he's, he's fast. Like, he really is. He does whatever he wants with the ball in his hands because he's so quick. Um, some of his weaknesses is he has a very tough time scoring over bigger players, which he's going to the NBA. Yeah, that's going to be like very tough for him. Like he can get to where spots, but he's not going to be able to finish um, extremely well. It's also a bit shocking to me that he's six foot and he plays off the ball sometimes. Right. So like him as the second option to Murray being the ball handler, it just kind of doesn't make sense or like those types. It does in one way, though, because here's what he's good at. The swing pass, catch it on the move and attack, and now you're the yeah. secondary creator. And that's how, and that's a real skill. Like that, that's almost its own skill set to me. Different from this is like the defense has made a half rotation, not a full one, but a half rotation. Now the ball swings. Can you attack it? And I think, I mean, one of the comps he has here uh, on the ringer is Darius Garland, shiftiest player yeah. in the NBA, I think, in my opinion. Tyrese Maxey, Jameer Nelson, like to have that ability to kind of attack downhill off of nothing go zero to 60 like that to me i actually think that does fit with murray it's actually something the nuggets have have lacked quite a bit over the years yeah he's not a bad he's um, just too small he's not a bad defender um really good like on ball defender right. um gets his hands into it he was like second in the sec in steals um he like led them for like the entire year and then someone caught him at the end um but like like he com he competes he's like a, a true competitor like gets after it and also he knows his role it's not like he's stepping out um, and trying to be someone he's not high IQ passer um, that tries to see plays before they happen. He's not forcing too much. Um, so, like, I, I really do like him. It's just the the fact that I'm still shocked that they're still going after guards and also small guards. Oh, they might not be. We're just analyzing them. Yeah, yeah. But the the interest with, you know, the, yeah. the guy that they Nembard, just had. Yeah. yeah. And so now him, like, it just kind of 
goes like maybe they are like that's just the market that's what they want Nimbard um, Nimbard is big the, the yeah. one thing is he's 6'5 like that's pretty big this guy's yeah. smaller than Monte he's 172 pounds and, yeah, that, and looks, that might be a generous listing too like it's a might be more 5'11 he, he looks yeah. pretty small on the court also yeah. that's the thing it's not just height he's he's, oh, he's thin like it's and so point of attack defense definitely was something he did well at college dev but to your point like there's just a limit. We've seen. We've do seen. You, it. Do you identify or connect more with like the Faku small or with the, this guy small? Well, Faku's actually my height. Yeah, I know. Well, but I'm saying this guy's like skinny, yeah. like Faku. You know. No, Faku, because Faku also can't like he's not much of an athlete. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's grinding for every centimeter. I don't know. That guy flies there. around, man. Well, he's oh, a, I would totally motor. call Faku an athlete. I he's, would just, too. he's not a high flyer. That's what he's, I'm saying. He, he, the, unfortunately, he doesn't have like all the basketball athleticism. But you throw him in a rugby game, man, that guy would be zipping all over the court. Holy smokes! I wonder or if field. he's ever tried soccer. He probably would be a really good rugby player. <laughs> He'd be a great way. He's like <laughs> tough enough for it but too. Much like Faku, uh, you can have all the point of attack defensive prowess in the world, but when you're undersized, there's yeah. a limit. There's a limit on that. So, um, one of the things, one of the reasons why he plays off ball a little bit still, and and why there are questions about the three level thing when you talk about his pick and roll upside is the pull up range from three still isn't quite there. He'll do it from mid range, but he doesn't have the hardy range or the bones range, and he's not quite as willing. And with the way you understand modern guards and what defenses know, it just makes it a little more easy to kind of. I think guard him in that action yeah. when you're not quite as afraid of that isn't threat. Funny, isn't it funny what's happened to the NBA where we're like, oh, just can't shoot from 40 feet. I know. <laughs> he's got a lot to do this. He's not scaring defenses with the pull-up three off of a pick-and-roll 30 feet from the... Um, but yeah, but that actually is something he doesn't do, and we just talked about a guy who does it quite well. So, yeah. Not yeah. My, not I mean, I, I, I push play. I was like, okay, okay. Pretty short. Pretty short. <laughs> Looking a little short there. Good shot. <laughs> a little short. Stop. <laughs> You're out on the short guys. I mean, we can't. I just can't have it. We're just not in this place. Like yeah. we just have. We have deficiencies with our rim protection, which makes perimeter defense so unbelievably important for this team. And so we can't. Like this is like he's a pick that you would make because I mean he he is a he's a scorer. His his jump shot looks great. Like he's a guy that I uh, I mean and and to hear Dev say his quickness he makes you think of like ish smith or something like yeah. that's a valuable player in the nba it's just like we don't have the luxury unfortunately because yeah. of who nikola Jokic is like who the, or and just who our interior uh players are at current to be able to to make room for a player like him i think when i just go and look at like the things that denver needs to address it's never speed and guard play like right yep. now it's not speed it's almost a luxury i do think they could definitely use it but you're right that the offense is fine it's a, right it's yeah, even no, without the speed either way without that there that answers everything for me it's not that i'm down on these guys it's just like it's not the need for the nuggets or the biggest need um would it be great to have yes it, i think it uh open up denver in different ways and also especially with him being a um Pretty much an insurance piece. Like if you do have to get rid of a Montero, if you do have mm-hmm. to get rid of a Bones, and like you can still have that guy there. But also with Jamal coming back from injury, you just don't know what that's going to be. So if that does happen, if you do make a move, now you're throwing this young guy into the fire, having to you know find his way as a undersized guard, which they're already going to have defensive issues as is and now you throw him in there i just think that it becomes difficult well i'd be surprised you know if they moved like all of these guards you know like one of monte or bones or or will and then maybe you're that much more comfortable bringing a player of this type in but i get your point i just it 
Look, best player avail- available is probably the most important thing, even still. I or nine and a half out of ten times. But it just feels like a guard would make everyone roll their eyes right now. <laughs> I think everyone's on. Oh, I don't think a guard would. No, an offensive guard. An offensive, well, yes. I think a defensive guard is kind of sure. what I expect. Sure, the sure, most. sure. Just, but like, then you hope he's kind of that combo size wingy type, you know? And I, yeah. six, six, yeah. you know, kind yeah, of yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm to the point now where if the Nuggets do not draft a wing or a large defender, I will be bummed out. I mean, it, just, it would hint that they have somebody in mind, maybe in a yeah, trade would, that's type true. scenario. That but because honestly, part yes. of me, or part they, of, I should say, don't acquire. Yeah, I was gonna say a bu- big part of me thinks like I just am, if you're, are we counting on a rookie to come in and save the defense? Like, no. I just don't think no, that. I so. Don't, yeah. So for me, part of me, if they did draft, if they drafted, you know, one of these guys that just like you know, I would be like, I don't know what's going on. But if they drafted <laughs> a guy that was a little bit more of a pro- if they back drafted a backup center, or even if they got one of these guards who's more of a combo, could, has some def- sure. like Nemhard or something like that, he's not solving the defensive problems but maybe two years from now he's actually as good i would get it but if they drafted one of these little guys i'd be like man that's so we know it's so hard to build that skill set you have to think he's like the best player of that mold to be able to do it the only thing that that keeps me like thinking about it is right now this is a calvin booth um draft so that kind of decides what he does here decides what the direction of the team is like looking forward, you don't want a rookie to come in and they're going to answer anything. But also it's like, okay, these are the type of guys that he likes. These are the type of team that he's trying to push towards. So if you bring in a defender, you're like, okay, they really want to address the defense. If they bring in a, a guard or an offensive guy, you're like, okay, they're saying forget the defense. They're going to be all offense. So right. I think that the timing is just so perfect to see what it's going to look like for the next couple of years. But they've just said defense themselves. He, he, even Calvin personally out loud so many times. You just To Adam's point, if that's not how it's addressed in the draft, you probably just think they're shifting their focus to trade or free agency. I'll of the guys we've is. gone through, do we have? Do you have a, a guy you kind of lean towards? I like uh, some a combination of Tari Eason. He'll be gone. I, I like maybe, Bo- maybe not. I like Bochamp. By the way, these mocks I'm telling you guys, people pe- paying attention. Yesterday, what I say, Nembhart, keep it. He was like 40, 45th. I was just hearing those are way off. He could go as high as the twenties right. or this or that. Today, Gavoni, who's the most plugged in, had him thirty one. So now you're starting to see him move up in these mock drafts. Like I think the and intel's I like, there. I like Jalen Williams. Like if we get him, like I. He would be the example of the guy that. I wouldn't be mad at, right? But it wouldn't make sense immediately. It'd be like, okay, a year from now, hopefully. Yeah, he, I mean, like, yeah. flexibility. he feels. I mean, that that feels like uh, he that feels like a savvy pick. Mm. You know, I don't. Know, it doesn't necessarily feel like a plug and need necessarily pick. I don't know, but I, I just I want to. I just want a big wing defender at this point. And I, but, but it, like you said, perhaps the draft is not the place to find that because that's not going to be a plug-and-play guy regardless. Maybe it's both. I mean, I do think there, there's another scenario where Calvin Booth says, we're just going to cast a wide net. We're going to draft a guy. We're going to take a second rounder. And we're going to take a free agent. And we're going to make a trade. We're going to bring four of them in and figure out where the chips right. fall. And it could be that. Do you have a guy? Yeah, I've, I've sort of been leaning towards Jalen Williams as well. I think he... And, Maybe he hits in neither categories, but I think he's kind of we're best, hilarious. Best of I know we're, we're the funniest. It. We're doing it again. We're doing I it again. I think we're uh, best of both worlds. With he is bigger, like he's got yeah. the size, yeah. but he knows how to play the game. Yeah. I think with Jokic, we're often talking about you kind of want type A or type B, right. and maybe he's he, he gives you the best of both worlds a little bit. Do you have a guy? Yeah, it's it's either Jalen Williams or, or Bochamp. <laughs> yeah, I, I think mm. like just having the, the the size, the size, and then also wanting to play defense. I also think that 
they would uh, buy into just this is what I'm going to be. I'm not going to be a score. I'm not going to be like I know what Denver needs me to do. I'm going to be that. Um, and then I'm going to progress in every single way. So I think that they just have the best fit. I'm not sure if they're the best, you know, players or anything like that. But I think it makes sense for the Nuggets. I think I'm with you guys on Jalen Williams. That's why I was laughing because <laughs> we're all funny. We all like the same multiplayer. When I told some of the people down at Ball Arena the other day, they're like, that's who I would have predicted you would like. You would like, like yeah. It's like such an Adam player. <laughs> um, but I really, what can I say? I have a type. Uh, I really like him. Dalen Terry is the one guy nobody mentioned that I think was somewhat mm. interesting to me. I'm kind of interested in him. I'm a little bit intrigued. Uh, <laughs> you guys will laugh at this one. Since I, I didn't have the scout on him going into it in the Coloco one, but I'm kind of interested there. Like I, I don't know if Denver wants to use a backup center as a pick, but I don't know at 30 if they feel like they have the other holes. I wouldn't mind that being a guy that maybe next year he makes a small impact, but years down the line he just seems like such a nugget, you know. So he almost seems like a Paul Millsap mentality. He's a different yeah. skill set, but like that he would just come in and be like, "Where do I? What do I need to do?" I, I like EJ L- L- Liddell. Little that's the real Paul Millsap. The real Paul the I like him too. I just oh, I don't yeah, think there's like any that. chance he. The Coloco makes sense just because like think about how excited you know we were when when Boogie was playing well right. and how good the team played when he was playing well. You bring in a guy like that that's young, and also you're not having to worry about the inconsistencies or. Or anything, he's young and he's just yeah. going to play hard every single time. Like that is a pretty good fit that I didn't even think too much about. Yeah. Is there a guy that you guys feel like I don't necessarily like this pick the most, but right away he would help the Nuggets? I mean, that's the thing. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. There probably is a guy out there. I just don't know if it's that. And again, so many things hang in the balance. Like for example, I think a Jalen Williams might be a guy that could end up playing. But you better have some really good defenders. Like yeah. you probably at that point have completely reset your backcourt. So again, it just depends on on what pieces are around. Um, you know, are there. I will say one thing. I am kind of leaning towards more than than most years. I wouldn't mind pay- trading both picks. Denver has both picks, and if you're trying to make a big swing, I would not mind if this was a year that Denver got off both and just didn't have a pick. Uh, Like, there's not a player in here where I'm like, man, they can do this or this. It would be hilarious if they went through to acquire two picks and then used none of them. It could be, though. I mean, I know. They're (laughs) poker chips, you know? You just acquired a new poker chip that you can cash in for a couple different ways. Especially if you already have your core, you have the guys that you want, and also you just ask, is there a guy that can help you right now? I don't think so, and I think Denver's window is right now. Yeah. So having those two p- picks uh, and not using them and trying to get somebody else or like a vet or something like that, I think that makes more sense than just getting a guy just because you have it. Having said that, that's so funny. This stuff is just the same back and forth, but as Wayne pointed out, at, me, at least one guy on your roster being a cheap, controllable contract on a guy with upside is not a bad thing, and you can look at at the Warriors too with gold, with Jordan Poole, and that's although he's tailed off, striking gold. The Warriors also have this unique thing where, I know, I know, where I they're know. spending $380 million a year. Like, like if Denver had another $100 million Stan. that they could pay, like that they well, were they, doing. They do. No, 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 they don't. The Warriors have that because they inflated their cap sheet with Kevin Durant and oh, then I have see. just been coasting with I that. See, see. So, and you're, to your point, the Nuggets actually could start building towards that yeah, so yeah, that yeah, in yeah, three yeah. years they can do that. I see what you mean, though. Yeah, but you have to inflate it. Like, you can't legally get to $380 billion unless you somehow inflate your cap sheet. Hey, is Embiid playing for France? Do we know that? Yet? I don't think so. Okay, good. I, but I don't know that. Whew. God, that would be an easy for team France? to root against. <laughs> France? Regal My guy Bear and Joel Embiid for oh, Team France. Oh, man, can you imagine them fighting it out Come for on. a spot? 
Yeah, that'd be pretty funny. Um, all right, that does it for today, guys. We are going to be back again tomorrow with the Thursday edition. Nuggets back to do it, hosting some workouts. That's right. So we'll be uh, at Ball Arena. Then we'll be here for the live show. Can't wait. Hit that like button on the way out. Let's go. Let's go, Abs.